Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the Ahsocast. This is the Penny Bloom podcast and we are we're talking some Ahsoka fucking Tano baby. I am Colton Robertson and I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up homie? Oh what up what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh and it's always a pleasure to have you. We have decided to begin the Ahsocast. A, uh, an, a, a, a little show we have dedicated to Ahsoka Tano's most essential moments in her story in anticipation of the new series coming out in August. And where better to start than her first appearance, Star Wars The Clone Wars from 2008. Good old-fashioned film. Uh, no better place to start. And finally got given me a reason to actually watch this movie, which is crazy. This was my first time ever watching this first viewing I'm, for I'm you definitely glad that i got around to it seeing ahsoka's introduction and all and i feel like this is pretty i don't know i watched pretty critically important just fine but um yeah pretty important i'd say um for her that's for sure um so glad i'm starting here starting fresh no, yeah, and it's a good place to start. And since this is the Ahsocast, uh, the podcast dedicated to Ahsoka Tano, I'm not thinking we necessarily give any ratings to any of the episodes or the arcs or anything. And when we when we come to our favorites, we wanted to change things up a bit. You know, favorite character, favorite performance, favorite scene, favorite line is what we typically do. But since this is dedicated to Ahsoka, we're going to go ahead and do our favorite Ahsoka scene. We're going to do our favorite Ahsoka line. And we're also going to do the coolest droid kill. And I think that one might not might not have been the case for this this movie. But, like, in the future, if there's just a droid kill that is objectively, like, yeah, that's the one. You can go ahead and take it, regardless of whether it's Ahsoka or not. Um, mm. And we're also going to do the coolest Ahsoka shot. The shot with Ahsoka in it. It doesn't necessarily just have to be of Ahsoka herself. But as long as she's in it, it's fair game. Uh, and it's a it's a pretty long spanning project. We plan on starting with the movie here. We plan on working our way through a few Clone Wars arcs, and we're going to talk the arcs as a whole whenever uh, whenever we get to that part. You know, we won't be taking them episode by episode. Um, it'll be the full three episode arcs. We're going to get into Rebels. Every episode of Rebels that she's in, we're going to be sure to talk about because she's not in a ton of it. She's in just enough to make it. Uh, feasible to talk about the entire fucking thing um and then we'll top it off with the mandalorian episode or season two episode five so long spanning project very excited for it um and who knows who knows you know we don't know exactly the day in august that this uh that the ahsoka show will be airing we figured we'd err on the side of caution not schedule too much we've got just enough to take us to the beginning of august uh and we'll see. We'll see from that point. But uh, 
how these things yeah. always seem to line up pretty well. Um, it's nice. You know, and hopefully nice. we'll even have maybe some extra time, maybe get some extra arcs in there that we missed. Or, a couple extra you know, arcs, I don't know. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. give the uh, maybe give Tales of the Jedi Ahsoka episodes a revisit. Okay. And I know I know your your schedule just opened up a bit. There is an entire novel about Ahsoka that is uh, the the audio book is actually read by Ashley yes. Eckstein, who voices I mean, Ahsoka. So uh, it makes it summer. all the more tolerable. That's- you know, uh, if if you ask me to read a book within a week or two hmm. or three, I'd still call you a little crazy. But when it when we when we get into the month numbers, I'm yeah. very much more comfortable. I could I can do that. Um, yeah, but actually- I mean, like in no rush. If you get it finished by the time yeah, we're like, nearing August, the though. end of this project, yeah. we can go ahead and tack it on here. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, you know, I say we I say we just ride with the on screen stuff and. Hmm. Uh, so, The Clone Wars, the movie, it was your first viewing, right? Yeah, yeah, crazy. I don't know how. Um, maybe, I don't know, just growing up, I never, like, 2008 when it came out. So, like, I, I was I was, in, I was, was already a Star Wars fan. And, and you I were had the target all, all audience, the right? And, and, yeah, I had all the things, I guess, I don't know how it just never got around to me. Um, I know, uh, I didn't get to this until I was a little, a little older, just because, uh, when I was younger, it was not my parents who introduced me to Star Wars. And when you're eight years old, your parents got to take you to the movies, you know. Um, my parents were not about to take me to see the new animated Star Wars movie. My, my my mom's still a little bit of a snob about the whole animation thing. I'm trying to get her to turn around on it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> animations for kids. Not always. Not always. Although I will say, this movie is, I mean, like, this is tailor-made for children. Uh, oh, yeah. it, it, it is a children's movie. Um, and I think it, I think it just works, man. Like surprisingly so it was the first time I'd revisited the movie in shit, probably a year. I think I watched it at some point last year and, uh, I don't know. There was something about it that just resonated with me in a different way than it did the previous watch. Like I was like, you know what? This is uh this is a lot more solid than I remember giving it credit for. Um, <laughs> and you were saying something off mic about how it just, it just feels like an extended Clone Wars arc. And I think. Yeah, approaching very, it with that in mind very good ones though i think they they definitely knew they chose some good arcs you know introducing ahsoka for one and and having anakin have a padawan for the first time very interesting you know um mm. i see you know why they they chose to to make a movie out of these ones um and then you got freaking anakin versus count dooku you know you got the count dooku plot going on in the background the whole time with asajj and and uh Uncle Uncle Hut, um, what's the Zero the Hut? Zero, yeah, Zero the Hut. Um, like that that storyline was cool, and then you got Obi Wan, you know, trying just being Obi Wan, just being you know, Anakin. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was I just... continue to clean up the shit that you fuck up. But it, you know, we are focusing on Ahsoka. This you know for for all of these things, this is her her show. But it really kind of felt like this was her movie, though. Um. And like, I don't know, this was especially in retrospect, like, you know, I think they did enough to make it about Anakin, you know, like at the time, if you if you are unfamiliar, like it is a good introduction to Ahsoka and it also shines a really nice light on Anakin that you probably you just don't get in the movies the same way Mm -hmm. um, in the live action movies the same way, I would say. Um, And but in like looking back after we finished the Clone Wars. 
it is every bit as much about Ahsoka as it is Anakin. Like, uh, very, very much so. And I think it, I think it works for that reason. Obi-Wan would be like the, like a third. Like, he's definitely not second in, uh, uh-huh. second in the, on the call sheet, you know? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, there was a lot of Anakin in here. And, you know, I guess there were a lot of stuff with him just by himself. So, I, I might argue that Ahsoka might be number one. Might actually be leading this movie. She's the most important character in this movie. She drives the decisions that Anakin makes. She drives the story forward in every capacity. You know, uh, when it came to little Stinky the Hut, um, (laughs) the the whole like, oh, he's so fucking cute. And Anakin's like, oh, yeah, you think he's cute? Fucking carry him then. I'm not doing that shit. No chance. No shot. I'm doing that. I, I don't know. It was, uh, Anakin, he he hate hated the idea of a Padawan at first, and then he got you know a little taste of just giving orders, you mm. know, and and then be you know seeing what it's like to be a master, you know, for the first time. And he's like, you know what, maybe maybe actually, um, maybe I could I, get behind this. No, but that it was actually a really cute uh, moment. Like after, uh, I don't know, they're they're making it inside the shield generator. They're crawling, you know, and Ahsoka's like, ah, I can't take this anymore. We gotta get up. Uh, and, you know, and of course, right then and there, bonk, destroyer. Um, but, you and, know... Uh, speaking of that destroyer, that <clears throat> little, uh, that little <clears throat> droidica there, the way they take that out is my, my favorite coolest droid kill. The, uh... Was sick. Run! <laughs> Jedi don't run. He's like, I fucking said run! <laughs> and then, uh, the, the way he's like, stop! And she's like, what the fuck do you want from me? You know, uh... Loved it, and the way they, like, because I also Mm. like that they both get a chance to carve it up. Like, it's not like a one or the other thing. It's a ultimate Mm -hmm. Jedi master Padawan team up to take out Mm. one of these droids, which I really, really liked. So uh, that that was what I actually went with for my coolest droid. And it was a great little just master Padawan moment. And uh, Mm. it was kind of the first one that made Anakin realize, like, oh, you know what? Maybe this won't be so bad. You're not not that bad. All right, let's get it. Yeah, and they, I don't know, they make their way even closer. And, you know, of course, she sets off all those, like, mind <laughs> droids. I don't know what you call those big, just things that were in the ground. Right. Um, but, you know, they, they pop up, and, and you know, she she has her little moment against one, you know, and, and then for, Force pushes it off, but accidentally wakes up, you know, ten more or something. Right. And uh, one of my options for coolest kill uh, was whenever she pulled the wall down, that's um, that's hard and and left Anakin, you know in the hole it was really interesting i don't know during that like shot there were like these golden like little fluttery i don't know it was like really interesting whenever i like i didn't notice it on first watch but then when i was taking all the screenshots and just going through it it like like just this gold glitter just flew up out of nowhere i don't know it was huh. really uh, i don't know it looked and it looked very specifically like placed there. Um, That's interesting. I wonder if it's like sparks or if it's uh I don't know. That's intriguing. It looks more but, like force like oh. just energy if anything. If if it's anything it's like it, it just looks like the force put that hole there in the wall cuz like you know like what a perfect situation right. for that to happen, you know, sort of thing. I, 
if it's anything at all. But it, I mean, it could just be the atmosphere of this planet and the lights hitting, right, right. you know, some part, whatever. Well, but, uh, there was a the the story of this very kill is was consi- was one of my favorite scenes of this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, whenever uh, Ahsoka's telling Rex and the team about what happened, and uh, and they're like, "Oh shit, is that true, General?" Uh, I loved it, and he's like, "Yeah, most of it." You know, the whole, have I ever, is it, is it time that I tell you a Jedi is supposed to be humble? And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just trying to keep him inspired. Like, I love that Snippy with Snips is a perfect nickname. She earns that nickname immediately in this yeah. movie, you know? Yeah, that might be my line. Uh, whenever the first Sky Guy in Snips was uh, mm. interchanged. Well, it wasn't a Snips, I guess. Um Ahsoka says, stop calling me that. You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. And then everyone yeah. around starts to laugh. And they're like, okay, okay. This not yeah, to Rex be is like, with oh, them. shit, like, I like this chick. And then Anakin, he gets mad. He's like, what did you just call me? Don't get snippy with me, little one. So he just, he yeah. says snippy, not snips. But then that's that what earns her the nickname. He calls her snips, yeah. So um, it's either that for my line or the... Um, the line after the shield generators exploded and Ahsoka's sitting down all kind of sad and she's like, man, I messed up. Like, this is our first mission together and Nanakin's gonna hate me now. And then Nanakin sits down and just instantly says, you're reckless, little one. You would have never made it as Obi-Wan's Padawan. Like, says the worst thing mm-hmm. and Ahsoka just gets so much more sad. But then he's like, but you might make it as mine. You know, and then he makes it all better and then they, yeah, she's like... On. I loved it. I like, loved oh. that. That was uh that that was hard not to pick that for my I went funny with my line, but then the scene I kinda gave a little co yeah. like, yeah, co winner here. Cause that's one. I absolutely loved that scene. It's adorable. It's the the acceptance that Anakin has for mm-hmm. Ahsoka there in that moment. And Ahsoka's introduction. Thought it was fantastic. That's always gonna be one of my favorite scenes in all of the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. including the show, really. Oh, um yeah. The stuff where Obi Wan goes to introduce him, introduce himself. He's like, "Well, I should like I'm I'm gonna be your Jedi Master," and she's like, "Uh, no, sorry, um, I was this assigned comes straight from the top." Um, yeah, like I I'm here to serve you, of course, sir, but uh, I'm actually Anakin's Padawan. Uh, and uh, the way he was like, "No, no, 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 no," like I uh, I love that shit. It's uh, it's a classic, and uh, there's this idea that. Uh, these three, if they could just stick together through everything, everything could be fine. Everything would have been fine. Um, and it all starts at this at this point. But come Revenge of the Sith, when Obi-Wan heads to Utapau and Ahsoka's off on Mandalore, it's it leaves Anakin Prime to be torn apart. So it's like, God damn it. That poor... That, image, that, that, it's like the father's son and daughter imagery here like oh, obi-wan's yeah. just the dad you know he makes all the dad jokes and you got the son it wasn't it the son that went evil and then the the daughter yeah. was yeah yeah well and then what we'll see whenever we get to the mortis arc because that will be part of this uh, is that the daughter becomes morai the owl that follows her around mm-hmm. that's right yeah so even even yeah. further uh goes with that that idea there Mm-hmm. And then, does the son? What happens to? Son fucking dies. That's what I thought. Pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure the father and the son die. 
and the daughter just transforms and becomes something else. Well, Vader does. Well, no, I guess not really. Vader dies, but Anakin lives on. Yeah. Through the force. Yeah. But, uh, but okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I had, I'm going back and forth between the scene, you know, when Anakin accepts her as my scene or, uh, or whenever they get to, I forget what planet it is, but it's wherever little Stinky's being held. And they got to climb Teth. up to the top. Yeah, they're up Teth, and they got to climb up there. And they said, race you to the top, you know. And it's it's Anakin just going up, slicing and dicing. But Ahsoka, you know, just instead of, you know, she's working smarter, not harder. She's just on the top of a walker, you know, defending it. Just mm. deflecting blaster bullets. That shot was hard, right too. was sick. Yeah. Dude, the oh, cinematics in this movie are fucking nuts. Like, yeah. it looks there are points where it is fucking gorgeous to look at. And yeah, that that's little... the difference between, like, the Clone Wars show and this. There were some parts that were just like, oh, that just looked way too good. That's like, a movie, they, yeah. They threw, they threw a lot of money on, on this shot yeah. right here. Well, um, there's also the fact that the, the race here to the top is a... It gets paralleled in Season 7 of the Clone Wars whenever uh, Ahsoka, I believe, arrives at Mandalore. And she says to Rex, like, uh, I'll race you to the bottom. And they, uh, she ends up jumping out of their dropship and jumping all over everything. And all like, and he's like, damn, she's cool. You know, like, uh, I, I love that shit. And I love that this movie was the introduction to Rex as well, who is a pivotal character mm -hmm. in, uh, Ahsoka's journey. And, uh, very quickly he accepts her before Anakin does. So it's like, a just a fur furthering of that relationship also was very, very cool to see. Oh yeah. No, this, this was such a comfort movie just to watch. Mm. It was just like, you get an hour and what, 30 hour 39 or something like that. Hour. Yeah. Hour and 30. Um, of just, just nice quality clone wars arcs. Yeah. It's just um, it's classic star Wars storytelling, especially now, uh, looking back, this is like, uh, it, it would be, there's a lot of, I went to IMDb just to like look for quotes because I didn't take them down as I was watching, mm. but uh, there's the review section on IMDb is hilarious because the reviews are mostly from two, 2008, you know, like when the movie <laughs> dropped and yeah. they're horrendous. Um, mm. Makes it's, sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, here, let me find, there's, there's plenty of good ones, you know, the best, the best starter to Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and, uh, the, the best reviews are from the last few years. Um, that one was 2017, 10 out of 10. Um, August 16th, 2008, 4 out of 10, the review was titled Enough Already. <laughs> enough Already. This is the very beginning, and there are, they've already had enough. Really? Is yep. this like, Bad animation for the time. I got. I, I'd say this would be pretty impressive. It's pretty for... solid. No, that, well, that's the thing is that like Star Wars. A lot of people like to think that Star Wars fandom is is just like oh Disney ruined Star Wars. Y'all hated George Lucas. Y'all hated that motherfucker when whenever he released the prequels and then released this. Y'all despised it. People didn't like Ahsoka when this movie came out. They didn't like Ahsoka at the beginning mm -hmm. of the Clone Wars. Like. There's so much that has changed about the perception of George Lucas's Star Wars since Disney took over that it's just like like this review right here, three out of ten. Taking the taking this stuff seriously anymore. I'm not taking this stuff seriously anymore. George Lucas isn't for real. 
And this is the this is the first sentence. Okay, so Star Wars is now officially a kids movie. Always was, fucko. Glad to glad to see you don't know what you're watching. Uh Yeah, this this I mean I guess you look at the movies that came out in the seventies and you're I guess yeah, it's not immediately Pre, you know, clear that it's for kids, but no, yeah, well, and that's the thing is that it's always been palatable to kids. This movie is for like for yeah. kids, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's there is a difference, but like, yeah, Star Wars is for kids. Like, sorry, hmm. yeah. What? I don't. Everyone, you know, there's always going to be more kids. We're always just going to get older. I don't mm-hmm. like it. It's just how how things work. It's how just uh, life goes, you know. Things are just it is. usually. I don't know. That's at least where the money is. Is the kids? The kids will buy the toys, and that's what Star Wars figured out really yep. well. Um, but I don't. I don't care if it's for the kids. This is, yeah, sure, a more kids tailored movie. But I'm still having a blast watching. Right. It. Like I'm. No, I, I had know. a great time. It's a. It's super comfortable. It's super comfortable. It's a. It's a comfy movie, and uh, I love and. I, I I went I went funny for my line instead of the more like because you listed a few that were like yeah those those were probably my choices as well but uh, the line I ended up going with uh, was I think he's going to live to stink another day it was pretty either. good I mean it pretty was funny it's pretty funny it, it was pretty good uh, so no I th- I think it it deserves to to be recognized you know here. I mean Stinky I, the Hut man let's uh. That's a legend in the Star Wars fandom. That's a movie. That is yeah. a Star Wars movie plot line. This is like Stinky a the freaking Game of Thrones or like a, I don't know, mob. It, this yeah, is, Sopranos. Yeah, what a, what a storyline here. Yeah, the capturing of a, a mob boss's son. Got to get and him back. Zero, like the uncle yeah, of Trying to that. undermine. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was sick. Um, Some junior Soprano-ass shit over there with Zero the Hut. What happens to Zero? They I'm pretty the sure Hutt's he's in some Clone Wars, like in. I thought so. It looked. It didn't feel like that was just one and done. Uh, I felt like I remembered them coming back because I don't know because they said at the end that they will be de- the Huts will deal with him in the most severe of manners or something. I don't know. The protocol droid says that or something like that. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Jabba wasn't happy. That's for sure. But no. I don't know. It's all about the shipping lanes and all. You know, like. And stuff like this that I, I never think about in the the grand universe. You know, I'm always thinking about just the fights between characters or character arcs. But I'm not thinking of, like, they're doing this all just to keep control of these hyperspace lanes so that their armies can move and travel right. through them. Like, that. that's, like, the overarching mission of, of this whole thing um, is just to protect that alliance. Or to get, yeah, to get a treaty between them and... In the huts, in freaking ah, the official yeah. name. The official name for Stinky is Rata. <laughs> no, he does have a name. Yeah, it has Rata, to be the Hutlet. Oh, okay, okay. Like in, in this movie, he's already known as that, or like maybe I don't know. Like, I don't remember them unnamed? regarding him as Rata yeah. once. Oh, maybe whenever like he came back home and Jabba was like, Ah, Rata, Jahata. I don't like, yeah, he maybe, right. like, you know. Like that. Said it. But, uh, no, yeah, who who would have thought, you know, a little stinker coming in, uh, spicing up the Star Wars 
plot line, you know, enough to get Padme involved and having her or have to come in and, and solve it up, you know, without, I mean, right. if, if Padme didn't, you know, come in here, how would they have found out about freaking, I don't know, that like that whole side of the story, I guess they probably would have just still gotten to Tatooine and been like, hey, here's your son and he's not dead. I guess, but it would have been way more confusing. They wouldn't have. I had. think it's. Uh, I think. I think she got the linchpin and Zero's confession. That's you know? true. Because yeah. I mean, Jabba was going to execute uh, Anakin and Ahsoka right there. right there, and he was like, "Okay, thanks for my son. A uh, year to be executed immediately." And I was like, "Oh wait, yo, what the fuck?" And then it took Padme to be like, yeah. "No, no, 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 no." Here's your uh, uncle. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh. But wow, yeah, the so most, was uh, very crucial here. The most interesting credits in this movie, for my money, are uh, Mace Windu was actually voiced by Samuel L. Jackson in the Clone Wars movie. not Never in the show, but in the movie. And Dooku was actually voiced by Christopher Lee. I uh, didn't know for sure, but man, it did sound like him. Yeah. I'm like, this is sounding genuine to me. Um, and I don't know, it... That's that's nice to know for sure now. But, yeah. But yeah, wow. Definitely, okay, definitely. Samuel and and Christopher Lee. Wow. Actually up in here, which is cool. They actually they actually got them for the for the animated movie, which I'm I'm happy with, you know. Uh but uh I I, I loved the animation style, especially for the time, you know, like it's it's crazy to see that this was what they could do in 2008 on a movie theatrical release budget. And then like what they do on like Disney plus with the bad batch and stuff like blows this out of the water, which yeah. is absolutely insane. Um, it just shows how much this technology that they've, they use to create this has changed, but, uh, and what they can do with it. Cause goddamn, even like, even so this was still beautiful. There, there were some shots like, mm -hmm. uh, my my favorite shot was uh, Ahsoka, Anakin, and R2 on Tatooine walking with the twin sons as kind of the backdrop, and they're silhouetted out, and Anakin's got the hand on Ahsoka's shoulder, and he's talking to her. Like, it's a, it's a lovely, lovely shot. R2, man. R2 is there for everything. I, mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's the thing that I will never let go anymore. I notice every time R2's on screen. And when R2 is there, he's he's always watching something dope as fuck happen. He saw like he saw Ahsoka fight Ventress. Um, you know, Anakin's out flying on a bug, whatever, Stinky's out with him, but it's Ahsoka and Ventress alone. But who's there to watch it all? R2. R2. Who's there to also watch Count Dooku? I think no, R2 might have gone no, R2 went with Ahsoka at that point, actually. So he yeah. did he missed Count Dooku versus Anakin. Um, but okay, I guess that, that's okay there, but I don't know, he's, he's there a whole lot, and I, I love just seeing every time R2's popping up, but. I do but. love, uh, the way Ahsoka calls him r 2 mm. yeah. It's kind of cute, love that. Um. She's just coming in here, calling Anakin Sky Guy, r 2 -y. she got just, she's just bringing, yeah, like, making everyone laugh. She like, brings right the light into the room, man, she's yeah. a, she's a ray of sunshine, just a wonderful character, and Ashley Eckstein does a wonderful job voicing that character. Um, mm. what about you? Your favorite favorite shot there? Yeah, mine comes like thirty seconds before yours. It's right whenever they're just getting off the ship of Tatooine, um, and she's holding Stinky, and then kind of just putting one her arm up to block the sun, and she's looking out just into mm. the Tatooine deserts. Um, but I like that she's trying to chip away at uh, 
Anakin there, like the whole like, what mm. happened here? You know, yeah, uh, this is like your home planet and stuff. And yeah, and then like the way that like he like one. looks out into space and you hear the Tuscan Raider like screech. Oh like, yeah, that was... home. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, okay, yep. Oh, he's he's fresh off that, huh? So um, is that? So is is it like? Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, this Clone movie, Wars. and yeah. then okay, that that makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah, Attack of the Clones, because that's when they commission the Clone Army. They get them pulled up in there, and then the Clone Wars movie and show take place between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Um, with the mm-hmm. final arc in the Clone Wars taking place tangentially with Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Um, ah, we'll get there, I guess. That's. Uh, we got we got it slotted here. Um, we do that will that will be that will be down the road. But uh, yeah, this was a this was a great this was a great spot to start with Ahsoka and this is so cast. Uh, you know, I uh, I did I don't exactly expect these episodes to be beefy, like uh, monstrous or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, especially for for a movie like this, this was extremely simple. Ahsoka, it was a wonderful introduction to her. But uh, the story, uh, it's not digging into, it's not digging in real deep to Ahsoka and her and her values. You know, whenever we get to the her being framed and her living in the underworld of Coruscant and her fighting Maul and helping the Battle of Mandel, then we'll be getting a little bit more beefy. You know, those are those are important arcs for Ahsoka. But, you know, there was you just you had to start with this. There was no there was no question about it. you got you got any more thoughts as it pertains to Ahsoka and in this in this movie? Well, um I mean she's already pretty high on my just my overall Star Wars meter. I don't know what you wanna call it, but this this new trailer, you know, for her. I'm like this is the area where I'm most hype right now. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really hyped for, for Ahsoka and this is only Keeping that alive, that you know, the whole time. So uh, this that excitement yeah, burns this, within me, and I, I know it only gets better from here. So it does. I'm, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready for for this. Everything is so well. Ah, Ahsoka's the shit. Ahsoka's the shit. But uh, this will be a fun several weeks as we revisit the uh, the crucial moments in Ahsoka's journey. And there was no better place to start than that character introduction. So with that. Me thinks that we're going to go ahead and conclude this first episode of the Asocast. Thank you for joining us for a nice, quick little discussion of the Clone Wars movie. It's, uh, like I said, nice and simple. Not a lot to discuss with this one. It's just uh, pretty straightforward, especially with this project, it being all about Ahsoka. You know, there was probably more discussion to be had around other things, but that's not what this is about. It's about Ahsoka. That's what we're going to do. Go out, watch the movie, and just... View it through the lens of Ahsoka, you know, this time. Just focus And that's on really what I did. And, like, it, we us talking about her being the main character, it felt like that because we made her the main mm-hmm. character. You know, like, oh, I was yeah. thinking, like, this movie's about her. And uh, that's, how, that's how I'm going to view every arc we watch. That's how I'm going to view every Rebels mm-hmm. episode, even though in the Rebels episodes it's going to be even harder to justify that thought process. She's, a, she's definitely a side character in Rebels. <laughs> but uh, the Clone Wars, she's the main character in that shit. Uh-huh. Through any, and through. Excuse, any excuse we can get to throw some rebels in there that's oh. uh, that's yeah i'm trying my best to work my way through all of the clone wars and all of the rebels by the time we like reach mm. their arcs that we're discussing week to week you know like i'm hoping by the time next week's comes around i'm i'm almost done with season three or i'm done with season three so that i can mm. have kind of a relative See. freshness on it you know but uh mm-hmm. yeah 
With that, we'll conclude this episode of the Asocast. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, all sorts of book reviews, comic book reviews, uh, movie reviews, all sorts of stuff. And for $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. So that helps a lot. If you would head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review. And if you are fucking with me and Joe, keep coming back. We got winter is blooming going on right now. We're doing our Game of Thrones rewatch and that's going mighty, mighty well. We've got our top 100 Star Wars characters coming up very, very soon. I can't remember if that's about a week away or uh, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, about a week away on that. It's uh, it's next Thursday is when that's going to come out. So we're going to start another top 100 Star Wars characters, and I can't wait for you to hear that. This Friday, we continue our comic book movie journey through film, and this week is X2, uh, the, the mm-hmm. second installment of the X-Men original trilogy. And so that's a, it's a very good discussion, very good movie. Um, yeah, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And I think we're going to live to stink another day.